Is this thing on? Is that what it says? <laughs> so this, welcome to your podcast. This is uh, a name to be coming soon. We're, there's a couple we're throwing out. We're going to go with the logistics of fulfillment. I'm your host, Seth Clement. I'm the COO of SurePack. I'm here with my co-host, Kurt. He is the Tapping. CMO of SurePack and one of the founding founding fathers, me- founding, fathers founding members, founding brothers. How's it going, Kurt? I'm well. Perfect. So we're kind of here with the two, uh, your brother, who is another founding member, Chris. What up, y'all? He is the CFO <laughs> and our CEO, Melissa. What's up? So we were kind of thrown in a room by our marketing company, told us that we need a podcast, and we're going to try to pound that out today. I like it. So I'm going to kind of turn it over to Kurt and Chris and ask you guys a couple questions. So what is SurePack? What was the idea behind founding a fulfillment center? Okay, so SurePack, we're a warehousing and fulfillment company that works primarily with e-commerce-based companies that was have a Primarily? Brand. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that have a brand <laughs> that they're trying to sell. So we handle all the um, back-end logistics of that kind of stuff. Melissa hates that word, by the way. I do. Yeah. You hate logistics? We are not a logistics company. We are a fulfillment center. What's, what's the difference? Logistics deals with just shipping. Um, getting something from one place to the other fulfillment deals with the whole process the packing the getting it out the getting it there orders coming in orders going out FedEx versus Amazon FedEx is logistics true Amazon is fulfillment that's it that's an easy Boom. way to Dumb describe it, down it. For the general pop <laughs> <laughs> so um, and I'll kind of jump in and anyone can take this one but why what's the difference between SurePack and another fulfillment center Oh, that's a CEO question. Ooh, if I've ever well, heard one. Let's go. Put on the spot. <laughs> so we really try to make it fun for everybody here at work, and we try to really involve partnership with all of our clients. So the human aspect is, I think, the biggest difference between us and everyone else. Um, I feel like our employees love their jobs, which is very unique in today's warehouse world. <laughs> Agreed, 100%. Nailed it. I have nothing further to add. <laughs> that's, that's great content. <laughs> I so, so we're going to kind of switch gears here and go to more. What, what is the story? And I'll kind of go back to Kurt and Chris again, the founders. And how did it come about? How did SurePack? What's kind of the business arc of SurePack? So I was in real estate. So I think it started with Chris in Pac-Mail store. So yeah. you can yeah. roll there for a minute. 2006, me and my wife, Lisa, um, started in the pack mail business, which is a retail shipping store similar to UPS stores. Um, at any point, we had up to, I think, four was the max. And then we kind of saw the shift away from retail into warehousing. And that's me and Kurt made a partnership and jumped into this full tilt. So no longer involved with pack mail. So when how did you what did you see that or why did you switch from pack mail to a fulfillment center what was the thoughts behind that or was it just kind of a how did that come about yeah it was a combination of things from 2006 to 2010 um, obviously Amazon started to pick up there was more drop-offs happening in the store which sparked some of that and then um, our first client actually walked in the pack mail store 
and said, hey, I've got this product I'm trying to launch. I need help with shipping. And it kind of, I think you actually handled that conversation with Sam. Yeah, he said, um, I have soap I'm trying to sell, and I'm not sure what to do. Do you guys do order fulfillment? And one of the <laughs> things we learned quickly in business, since we both were entrepreneurs since 18, was yes is the answer to any of those kind of questions. So <laughs> at the time, we really didn't know what we were getting into, but it was, uh, yeah, we can do that for sure. So we actually had a full pallet of soap show up in the back room of a Pac-Mail store, um, and, and that's where we're, our fulfillment business really kind of started. Yeah. Started so. with orders on spreadsheets, right? Did. Yeah, <laughs> manually typing in manually addresses. Typing and in holy it. cow! It's come a long way. <laughs> yeah. So, what have been some of the ups and downs coming from a small one pallet in the back of a pack mail store to where you guys are at now, where there's seventy thousand square feet, fifty employees? What has been some of the struggles what have been some of the ups and downs because every business every entrepreneur has some and i think that's kind of what our goal is with this podcast is to start telling some of those stories so we might as well start with you guys yeah i mean one of the quotes on the wall on the office is every successful investment i've ever had has been on life support at one time or another and i can't remember who to attribute that quote to so whoever you are i apologize um that's not an original do, curve. do we have a spotter yeah we can, we can right. get one um but th I mean, there were so many times where it's Chris and I aren't taking pay for this month because we have to, it wasn't there or we have to leave it in the business to, to grow it or we need a new high-low or whatever it was that was happening at that time. So, I mean, there's a lot of the financial stuff that goes into it, but I think the learning curve too, like I said, we didn't have any idea what we were doing when that first pallet came in. Don't tell Sam that. Um, but, but it was, it was just kind of learning. But it was a learning curve of what, okay, what does this actually entail and, and what are we in for? Um, and then space has always been an ongoing issue for us too. I mean, it's, yeah. that's kind of the name of the game is you don't want to have too much, but you're always want to be growing. So how do you work that piece in? I think the big thing for us is getting out of our own way. That's when the transition <clears> really <throat> happened was when we hired Melissa, if we're honest, um, yeah, we tried to do everything for so long that <laughs> you just can't keep up with it all. At some point, you have to realize, okay, this is not my skill set, so let's find somebody that can do it and get out of your own way and focus on what you're good at. And we had a lot of other businesses, too, that were kind of off the side. The mm -hmm. White Glove Grand Rapids that was there, the real estate company that was there, the Pac-Mail stores, mm -hmm. and I think it was coming to the decision, okay, this is where we see the future. Um, so we started selling that stuff off and, and really focusing on at the time, Wafusa now Sherpak. That yeah, was that's a funny word that I just said. Was Wafusa? Yeah. <laughs> we don't like that word. <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing when we decided to focus on Sherpak alone. Yeah. And get rid of everything else. Yep, I agree. So, how did you guys come to that decision? Because I mean, if if you have multiple companies, and especially as entrepreneurs, giving up some of that control can be difficult. So, how did you guys come to that conclusion of? I think the giving up control thing came from our business coach from the Seedman Business School. Do you remember what his name was? Dale. Dale. Yeah. yeah. Was I remember standing in the warehouse with him, and he was kind of watching the operations. He's like, you know, you guys know what the biggest problem is here, don't you? And we were both like, no. And he's like, you're, you're in the way. He's like, these people know what they're doing. Just get out of the way. He's like, literally leave the building for a week and just let them do it. I remember um, that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Too. So we, we were like, okay. And we walked, we just walked out. We're like, must we'll be back next week. Run it. And, and it was great. And it, yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding. You're not kidding at all. <laughs> so at, I can get so much done. <laughs> at that point, what were you doing in the business, Melissa? 
Um, I think you officially I, had the title, but not the power. I, <laughs> yes, I think it was about the week after they made me the CEO, um, but I was still more the office manager. So that week when they left, I finally took over and realized what I was supposed to do. So this was this was at what what point in the company was this? Was this a timeline? This year was 20, a year and a half ago. Yeah, I think this was year two of full time. This yes. is all we're doing. Yep. Yeah. And it gave Chris and I the opportunity to focus on big picture stuff. So starting to do more of the vision casting, um, stepping into the marketing role, and Chris being able to step into the CFO. So it's not like we just walked away and said, here, run it. I mean, we literally did for that week. But right. when we stepped no. back in, it was, uh, we started to really define what are we good at as business owners. And that was the big picture, casting the vision. This is what we want it to be. Um, and then encouraging people to play Pink Floyd on the podcast. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. It wasn't that. I don't, I don't think that was long enough. I think we don't have to mute that because if it's long, it's a copyright. Background that was music. Like Zeppelin, too. <laughs> it was a short, short clip, my bad. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. So, <laughs> so now it's it my happens. job as the host to yeah. bring it us happens. back to where we are. I think I was talking about how awesome I am, if I remember correctly. It's usually what you no, do. <laughs> so I guess we'll kind of transition away from the idea of Sherpack and what we do into kind of what we want this podcast to be. So I think our goal is to, we're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're in West Michigan. And if people are from there, they know it's kind of a very, I'm not originally from West Michigan, but it's a very, uh, what, what would you call it, hey, Kurt, <laughs> or anyone? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a large, small town. It's, it's a very exactly small town feel. Say. It's a big town that has a lot to offer, but it's very family-oriented. Um, I would say on the spectrum it falls more on the conservative side of the world. Um, great place to raise a family, great place to run a business. People genuinely care about each other. Even competitors, like, like yeah. even people that are in the same industry as me and are my competitors are cheering for me to succeed and vice versa, which is a, it's a weird thing to kind of wrap your head around, but um, very much the thought that high tides raise all ships is kind of what you get in the overall business atmosphere in West Michigan. So. Yeah, for example, we had a client walk through the other day and they'd never been to Grand Rapids. And he said, the one thing I noticed about this city is everyone wants to help everybody. Yeah. He's like, other businesses I go and see are referring me to other businesses. He's like, it's just, he's like, it feels like a small family. And I, I think that's what kind of drew me to the company is the idea that you, you're, we're here to help everyone, whether or not they come become a client, whether or not they can use our services. And the idea behind the podcast is to kind of go out into West Michigan, into Grand Rapids, into the United States, and start telling some of the stories of the companies that are doing it the right way, that are growing, that are helping each other. And I think that's what we're kind of looking for is those people that we can tell this, the cool stories of the entrepreneurial journey of the ups and downs and, and try to bring out some of the things that we can all learn together throughout the podcast. So if you know of somebody that, or if you have that story, reach out to us. Um, you can email me at Seth at Sherpack or Kurt at Sherpack.com. And we'll gladly set up an interview to try to tell your story. So that's what this podcast is really going to be about. There'll be obviously a little bit of what we do and there's always some selfish motives behind everything. So we, we're definitely going to plug Surepack and our brand and what we can do for companies. But at the end of the day, our goal is to help other companies grow. Um, 
Well, we want to just answer some questions too, like troubles you might have with fulfillment, whether you're my client or not. What are some basic things that we see on a day-to-day -day basis that might be helpful for somebody out there that has a product that they're shipping out of their garage right now? So, you know, here's some tips and tricks that might help you get to the next level. Right? I think that's... Yeah, I, I really think that's our goal is to help. Yeah. It comes back to our mission statement. Our goal is to help every person and business grow and become a better person or a better business by being caring and flexible. And so that's really what it boils down to. It was a beautiful shameless plug. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so before we kind of wrap this podcast up, I do want to kind of throw in a wrench here that you guys yes. aren't planning on. Oh, in I well, I was planning on it. I just don't know what's going to go. In, so I, I kind of yesterday we had a crazy day here there were ups and downs and there was a perfect meme that basically <laughs> said one day it you're you're so happy you're coming into work and then you can't believe you're at work and then you what's happening we're oh we're making so much money and then 15 minutes later oh we're completely broke and it was kind of a a, a perfect meme or picture of how yesterday went so my question to kind of the group is yesterday always will keep happening but what what did we take out of yesterday what did people learn what did people what were their thoughts on having a day like that as the greater when you expand it across the life of a business i think it's there's weeks there's months that that happens what if how have you guys learned to combat those yeah, I, th I think the big part about having rough days like that is to avoid the knee-jerk reaction, and I'm speaking as a knee-jerk reactor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest things we did in this company was get me away from uh, being the front of those interactions because I just don't handle them that well. Um, but yeah, it's you know things are going to come up and to go automatically to the dark place of the world is falling in on me is not a great way to handle it. So there's always a solution to whatever the problem is. That's yeah, what that's, I've learned. That's where I always go to. So this happened, whatever the issue is, um, what did we miss? Why did we miss it? And how are we not gonna have that happen again tomorrow? So I actually being able to get that high level picture of, there's reasons behind, behind why something happens. It may not have been our fault, but that doesn't matter. You know, it was there something we could do to, to avoid a, a problem coming up. That's kind of where I went with it. Yeah, I you also. You went out for a drink, right? <laughs> <laughs> or I two. did. I, it was a stressful day. So some I learned that sometimes you need, just need to go have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> no. there you go. Um, but I learned that if you are doing things the honest way, the right way, and your motives behind it aren't selfish, but they're also to help your clients, then no matter what comes up, you're going to work it through through with them. You're not going to lie to them. You're not going to. It's going to be one of our core values is partnership. And if you truly have that in mind, if our managers and our team leaders out in the warehouse have that in mind, like, I realize it's all going to be okay. We are doing things the right way. There's going to be ups and downs that happen, so. Absolutely. Some How about you, Seth? What did you learn yeah. as our host? Throwing I think, you back in the spot. I, I think he learned that he never gets stressed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I think I, I learned as we've we've been going over some different personality traits and things like that, that one of my strengths is that I don't get stressed and I can always see the positive out of it. In days like yesterday, that's helpful when there's been other days when I needed to see the negative or mm -hmm. it didn't spur action that it should have. So there's positives and negatives to that, but being able to look at it from a positive twist as opposed to 
Chris, who always goes negative, I always go positive, so we <laughs> tend to balance each other out, so that works. You guys are good for each other. Did you hear the goal <laughs> that just came out of that statement? I feel like shots were fired right there. I'm no, not sure. No, I was saying, <laughs> I, I think no. we're going to have to do our very best to stress Seth out. Let's do it. Yeah. Game on. Oh, I can help. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I can help. <laughs> and we have a perfect platform now that we, we do. have our yeah. podcast. Yeah. We can get other people the involved. That's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this could be fun. Call to arms. That's what this is. It's call, call to action. Arms. That's what's nice. Call to action. <laughs> this podcast is going to be so much more than we ever imagined. <laughs> You're welcome, world. <laughs> so we're going to leave the podcast. But before we do that, we're always going to do something that kind of brings us home. So I'm just going to ask the three of you guys to throw out your favorite restaurant in Grand Rapids. So mm. if they listen to this podcast at all, they at least got one thing of value out that's of it. it. That's a good place to eat in Grand Rapids if they're here. Butcher's but, Union. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Butcher's Union. Um, Chris does not like Butcher's Union. That, and that, Hey, listen, Butcher's Union, if you're listening, that's not a personal shot. <laughs> your, your food is great. The atmosphere just isn't my jam. It's a little more up-tempo, fast-paced. Um, Cooper's Hawk French fries. is awesome. I was going to say Cooper's yeah. Hawk. So I'll, you take Cooper's Hawk. Sanchez okay. is me and my wife's yeah. probably yeah, all-time favorite Grand Rapids restaurant. Cooper's Hawk, if you're looking for good wine. Yeah. Or flights of wine. Sensing a theme. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa's the alcoholic in the group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have our vices. How about you? What's your jam? I like all three of those. Um, if I... If you're good, I'm going to throw a lunch one out there because I feel like we've all <laughs> done this and this has kind of been the company lunch for a while, but Sapporo's oh, on 28th. Yeah. If you're looking for a quick lunch, that's... Good food, yeah. Get the ugly pop. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you for spending the time with us today um, or wherever you're listening to this. I'm getting a point. The I'm supposed to be doing the call to action. Oh, <laughs> so what I was going to follow up with, thank you, Kurt, is that um, you can follow us on any social social media. Um, Instagram, it's SurePack at, on uh, SurePack Fulfillment on Instagram. How do you spell SurePack? Is it like it sounds? You're asking me how to spell something? <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure. Spell it. That, that, that would go to Melissa. S-H-E-R-P-A-C-K. <laughs> And then fulfillment. Oh, we have to spell fulfillment because it's sure. It's at Sherpak oh, fulfillment. Right. F U L F I L L M E N T. Well done. That was great. One yeah. L, then two Ls. <laughs> and I promise that we will get better from here on out. No, I, no, <laughs> I, I don't know if we can keep yeah, that promise. Let's not use the word promise. <laughs> okay, let's we'll say we'll, we'll try. We'll promise try. over deliver. That's it. Okay, it's probably not going to get any better from here on out. <laughs> but if you did have fun, share it with a friend. Leave us a like. Uh, probably don't rate us yet because give, give yeah, us a couple hold, weeks hold off on that <laughs> unless you're just doing it to be generous <laughs> and until next week this is seth and kurt with the logistics of fulfillment or the sure pack hour we, we don't know to be decided peace out y'all <laughs>